0: Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Donetta a.k.a. D.E. Williams. And, of course, I am here to chew bubblegum and talk-ish. And today is a rant. And I know I don't get on here on all the gum. This is, like, my personal diary. Only a few people even listen. Um, I don't have um, any, like, you know, like, fans or whatever. People don't reach out or do whatever. Um, So I just like to put what I write on something and share it. Whoever's listening listens. And um, there's a lot that's been going on. I've been sick now for almost two weeks. Not sure if it's COVID, but um, the Teladoc guy was like, it's possibly COVID. I'm telling me to go get tested or whatever. But generally the rule is you quarantine anyways, which I've done that. Um, I work from home, so I don't have to go anywhere. And whatever I caught, I caught from my son. My son, though, don't go to daycare. It's just me and him. The only places we go to, we did go on a cruise, and he got sick the last day of the cruise. But he has been sick before, whereas we don't really go anywhere. You know? So it's like, I'm just so confused. He's not in daycare. Um, we go to the store, so maybe we're catching it there. But this is just like how when I caught, they claim I had COVID and the only places that I had been, I wasn't even going into the store then. When I was pregnant, I was not going into the store. I only got them to bring it to the car. I didn't even get out the car. So when I caught COVID, when I went in and they did the test or whatever for me, and that was for me to get ready to deliver my son, I was flabbergasted. I was like, I'm only coming to the doctor visits. So if I caught COVID, I had to catch it from one of you, motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? And then we wore a mask. So it did not matter. If you was going to catch it, you was going to catch it. And then I was like, There's, I, say, I have a sinus infection. That's why you see, because I had the sty on my eye. And then I had a sinus infection. And I was like, I believe anything that's related to you having a cold, you're probably going to end up having COVID come out positive every time because you can test negative on everything else, flu, strep, everything. You can test negative. You can have a sore throat and all of that, but you'll test negative everywhere but a COVID test. So anything, if you have a cough, you got COVID. That's the way it's looking, people. So, oh my goodness. I just came here to rant because I am just... I've been... I don't know. I'm always, like, in a funk, you know? And... And I can barely see. I can barely see. It's like, now, I feel like I know I'm going to need glasses. I'll be 44 this year. Um, there's just... You know, days, there are the, you know, days where I can't even, I can't move, or I don't want to do anything. Um, I spend hours trying to find my mental strength to even get up, you know? And I think, and then I'll think, you know, I need to delete all of my social media apps, but then how, how am I going to post content that I create? Because that's what I want to do. You know, I want to be a creator. But it, then I ask myself, in what sense of the word? Because I've done the things, you know, and I guess because I'll stop doing what I'm doing. Like, I stopped creating the videos. And I was getting maybe like 15 views. And I don't know where those views were coming from. If It was just family and friends. Which I only shared it with a couple of people. But those people were watching. But then I stopped. And then I did, I, some of the stuff I did stop was doing, um, when my brother passed away last year. And I literally stopped, I had just no motivation. I stopped working out and gained all the fucking weight back. I had got down out, I was out of the 300s, y'all. Out of the 300s. And now I'm back there. Um... So, you know, I stop doing stuff and don't continue to do it. And then I don't gain the followers, gain, uh, gain the audience, gain the fan base. I don't do it, you know, um, consistently so that way I can get that, you know, that fan base. Um, so it's like, you know, what am I going to create? What? You know, I take these uh, steps back and I try to make it make sense. Um you know, the target audience, I feel like, you know, if my writing, don't look like me. Because my my characters don't necessarily be black. Or they don't share, you know, in my race. They don't have to. Um, so, and then when I think back on that, when I say that my target audience of my writing don't look like me, uh, I think back to this moment um, in my past, and I recall this lady, um, she was a coworker. worker uh, she was looking at me, and I, and I tell her, and she was like standing over me, and I tell her, you know, I write, you know, I have short stories on Wattpad, I've entered contests for short stories, including screenplays, you know, um, none of it, and this is what I'm saying to myself, I don't think I said it out loud, none of it, you know, will ever make a difference in my career, of course, but I was proud to say it, you know, to claim those accomplishments. Um, and then uh, she smiles at me or down at me. And, then she, and, you know, this lady, co-worker, and uh, she says to me, uh, maybe you should get a pseudonym. Now, if you don't know what a pseudonym means, it's a fictitious name, a fictitious persona, you know, not yourself you know, as a writer and or author. And, you know, that stuck with me because here I am, a black woman who happens to be obese. And believe me, that matters. When a white woman tells you to hide who you are if you want the writing career to land somewhere. And that's where I, that's where I took it. I took it that don't, I couldn't be myself I needed to pretend to be somebody else so that way I could sell these, you know, sell these books. Pretend to be this person and then sell your books. You know, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been told being black and fat was basically like a, wasn't good for me. You know, it was it, it basically equaled suicide, you know, for me. And unfortunately, I've battled with my weight forever. Uh, when I was young, I was too skinny. I was skinny and black. My dad would tell the stories of me getting lost with a bunch of Ethiopians that were, I guess, you know, skinny, and he couldn't even tell me the difference between them or whatever, and, P- and they would always laugh her his side of the family because I didn't really have m- my mom's side of the family. And so, you know, they would laugh and these people do not look like me in regards to, you know, skin complexions, most of them. Okay. So it was like, I'm not really laughing with you, but laughing at you. That's how I've always felt about that story. So, you know, imagine that now (laughs) when anorexia is the trend, Right? Because being fat is not a trend. Being skinny or being to a point where you're not fat and you don't have any damn fat on you at all is a fucking trend. That's being anorexic, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, I've I've had I've been in my DMs and found people messaging me, um, ask, basically telling me why don't you starve yourself? Um, or just commit suicide. And, and I don't know, did I ever mention, I think I've mentioned before, I'm sure I have, I'm sure I have, that I dislike people, okay? Um, and unfortunately, in this society, we need people, right, in some form or another, but they irk my, they irk my damn nerves, really, you know, and of course, it's not all people, shit. Um, and I don't self-sabotage I love my fat black ass, okay? I just dislike people calling me out for being what I know I am. To fuck? You know? Um, listen, listen. It's that time of the month, okay? So I'm in my feelings again. I cried a lot today. And here's the thing, okay? I'm not sad or depressed. I just hate my life and or whatever path I'm on right now. And it's not a depression or a sadness. I just don't like where I'm at because I, if I die tomorrow, I'm going to regret this life. Period. I'm going to regret it because I have not done what I feel like I was supposed to be doing. You know, I haven't done it. Like, someone please tell me where the fuck am I going you know, I just know whatever I'm doing, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, and that's me in a nutshell because after so many years of me being in one place, I'll be I'm ready to cash out and never look back. Period. You know, my motivation, my enthusiasm, my energy, all of it just it, it disappears. You know, after so so much. You know, I'll start getting irritated with people that I probably was cool with. And at that point, I know I just need to exit stage left, basically. Um, I've been thinking of selling my house, my car, um, quitting my job, and just uproot myself and my son out of here. And then I get so mad and angered to the point, yes, I do cry, but it's not for like a depression, it's just like, just a frustration, it really is. It's like tears of frustration. Because where do we go? You know, because on one hand, I don't want to find myself in another state, in another country, um, in the wrong neighborhood. Because there are places, which is crazy as fuck to say this, but uh, being black, you just can't afford to be, you know, if you value your life. Uh, you can't be in any community whereas it's low-income families predominant of any race. I don't care. Or hell mixed. You know, It, it could be a predominantly black. I don't want to be there. It could be a predominantly white. I don't want to be there. Okay? Uh, I am from the medium-average income person, that the median-average household that's not considered to be low-poor. But medium we like right in the middle where they're trying to now turn us into low but we're still medium you know what i'm saying poor is being able you working every fucking day and annually you're not bringing home enough money you're bringing home money as far as annually that you're still on a damn poverty level even with just one person in that household the fuck out of here and they're trying to make medium because we live in a classification system. Systemic. I just, oh God, these fucking people. It's like humans, man. It's like, it's just wild. You know, it's just crazy because, again, I am the medium average income person, whereas I'm getting by with a vacation or two a year and bills paid every month. However, I will struggle if I have to dig into my savings and pay someone 400 to a thousand dollars on top of all that to fix those plumbing issues. And yes, some people would be like, oh, but the plumbing issues are the necessity versus the vacation. Fuck that. Again, if I died tomorrow, I'm not going to give a fuck that I got the plumbing fix. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that I was able to take that vacation to Bimini. Oh, my God, I'm so happy that I w- I've was able to experience another vacation to Grand Turk. Something like that. I'm not going to be like, I'm so happy I got the fucking plumbing fixed. Now I'm dead and the house going to be sold to... You know what I'm saying? Nobody gives a fuck about that. I'm gonna- That's not life. That's not living because you're paying bills and getting shit fixed. Period. And I'm not going to pretend like it is. Some people, they pretend like, look well, this is this and this is fixed. I don't give a rest. I can be li- if I can live my best life out in a fucking hut or somewhere... And I'm gonna do it when I feel like I can be safe, and I can, and I have my necessities out there, and I can do this and do that. I'll live there, period. I do not need to live. I need to live comfortably for my child. And when I bought my house, I made sure I got out of the apartment because these men, the the maintenance men in in, my, in our apartment, the last straw was my daughter saying that somebody was in her underwear. So these men literally, they they had to get her stuff out of w- what it was in and she found the stuff out on the floor and it was not on the floor okay they claimed that they had came in and they had to go into the closet for what but these men were literally coming into our house and then you read the stories about the maintenance guy who literally came in raped and killed the lady in the apartment complex and i was like i gotta get the fuck up out of here you know especially to protect my child and so that's what i did i i went through it i didn't tell anybody i didn't tell my dad didn't tell my sister my brother none of them i did not tell them i was looking for a house because when i tell you that your own people could be your worst fucking enemies they could talk you out of doing the things that will bless you because if it's not them that's doing it or getting it they don't want to see you happy with it and unfortunately that's what I've had. That's what I've, I've experienced. And they would have said, no, that's not true. Or just, that's what I've experienced, okay? So, I didn't tell anybody that. And I got the house. And there's, oh my God, there's some things, man, that I've been through. With my folks. And I remember my dad, because he, ha- he helped me and everything. And, you know, there was always this this thing about are you even your fathers me and my brother it, that was discussed a lot with my dad's side of the family and i remember it came around because we was talking to one of my cousins who claiming the same shit about how he felt with them but then he went back and told them everything that me and my brother had said to him at that point i knew not to trust him i trusted none of them not one and at, at, at that point, you know, I can come around or whatever, but there was things that my dad would do. I remember we was going out to eat or whatever, and he was like, you all know what it is. You know, all y'all just got so fat. He literally said that to us. I don't even know if my sister will admit that she remembers that, but I watched her look. She cringed when he said that. My brother act like he didn't even hear because at that time, my brother was he did, he had gained weight. Now, we lost our mom to crack overdose, okay? I literally experienced my father, my cousins was in the car. I don't know if they're going to, this is his side of the family. My cousins was in the car, and he literally pushed my mom outside of the car and drug her going up onto the expressway from Union Street. I don't know if he, if my cousins would even admit that they remember that, but it happened. So these are the things that I've, been through and I remember you know when I grew up hell I discovered my cousins we was going to school and we were still in elementary school okay we were still in elementary school we were going to school and we literally witnessed my cousins head blown in or beat in I remember I saw the bat she was in her underwear just laid out and the police had to be called we found her And then we was like, then we started, it was like, oh my God. Then we started screaming or whatever, because my other cousin who was walking with us, he knows them. I don't even know if that was his, you know, his, you know, family, family. Um, Because when we say cousins, it's like third, fourth, you know. And, you know, we just started screaming and crying. And and then one of the neighbors came out and she was like, oh my God, get these kids from back here. And it was still kind of dark out. And I could not even have my child. My daughter, even and especially not my child now, you know he's a little boy, could never have my child walk in the time of the day that we used to walk to and from school. Fuck that, because um, it is crazier now. People are literally, no, I would never do that. So and you know, I was I experienced that. And so that's when I watched movies like Stand By Me and other movies where they didn't see somebody get shot and they were young. And, you know, to say that this is something that somebody experienced, I experienced that as a child. I was in elementary. I can't remember exactly what age, but I know I wasn't in, like, fifth grade. I know I was a lot younger. That was wild. That was crazy. But it was something that we experienced. And, huh... But, you know, I've experienced a lot of shit. And the way and how... And I can't even say the way and how my daddy spoke and the things that he did with me that we weren't his. You know, maybe it was a question to him. But, I mean, he could have got a DNA test or whatever. Um, uh, if it was a question, you know, do me that solid. You know what I'm saying? So... I mean, it was just so many things that we've experienced. But, um, yes, yeah, so I moved, you know, definitely. He had this look on his face, like, and he rolled his eyes when he saw my house. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So, And then it was like a some time had passed from when we was here. Um, and, and I was like, oh, you know, I was home, and, and he made it. A point, he was like he was coming down to see us, and I was like, okay, why? Well, was like, I'm not coming by your house, and I was like, okay. I mean, y'all really never came by our house. The only he, they did. Him and um, Tanya did come down one time, and they came to our apartment. And I think because my sister was there, and then Jermaine, no, and then my brother lived in the same apartment complex, and I think my sister was there, so she was like, they'll just come over. And so he, you know, he came over then. That's when we was at an apartment, and I'm like, really? I'm like, I don't need you to come to my house, you because know, it it's a thing. Whereas he came down, we always say come down, but yeah, he came down from Georgia or whatever, and we, you know, would go wherever he says I'm here, and you know, visiting. And so we would go see him there. So if he, because generally if he came down, he was going to go see trees, for sure. That's his oldest, and I'm pretty sure that's the one he knows was his, was his. And, um, so that's what that was. And I'm like, are you, like, seriously? But, I mean, it's all good, you know what I mean? But, and that's the reason why it's like, I just, there's so much. You know when you're going through so much, there's so much that you're going through that you just need to escape. And just be cleansed. You know, I wanna take like six months to a year off. And just not deal with shit. Because having a vacation for like two weeks, even having a vacation for like thirty days and I still gotta go back to the bullshit that I'm I really don't wanna be doing. It's not gonna help me. So I really need to like take off six months to a year. And gather myself. If I can. If I'm going to do that. But I know I don't want to die. Not having. Taking those leaps. And I've taken some good leaps. I've taken some good positive leaps. That has been of reassurance. To my life. But I'm just done. You know when you're just done. And you just. You're done. I mean I can't. Screaming Out that way anymore And if I can get a remote only job Where I know I'm only going to be Doing remote work I don't have to deal with The supervisor saying well if we have a cat We got to come in for like two weeks I don't want to see y'all If we're doing the same shit that we're going to be doing In the office why do I need to be there And guess what it's only because She needs to be able to manage that way It's better for her And then you have a lot of people who are saying that they feel isolated. Well, if y'all want to be at work, then go to fucking work. If y'all want to be at the site, go to the site. You have the opportunity. It's a hybrid workspace. Go to work. But the fact that y'all want to force everyone to go to work if we don't want to be on site. And because I'm feeling that, because now we have a new CEO, CEO who's like telling the higher ups, the directors and upper management people, that they have to be back on site. And this was like a, a, a wrench thrown in, and they did not know that they had to do this. A lot of people have quit since then, even before then, but I didn't know what was happening, because like, a lot of people who've been there a long time, I thought, you know, you didn't even know that they were going to quit, have quit. And uh, I know one of the guys, he moved abroad and he was still working during intern work and then he just left. And I'm like, are you so freaking serious, man? So I know I have to do it. I don't want to not do it and then regret it. But the only way that it's going to work... Is if I, you know, what I'm saying if I, you know, if I sell the car, I would definitely, if I quit and, and not sell the house, I definitely have to sell the car. And it take a six months to year off sabbatical, you know, just do it, um, put that money that I would have been spending there into savings and getting a, a higher education, another degree or certificate or whatever, and then do the work to put it in to um, do remote work elsewhere where I know that it's remote work where I can pick up and leave. If I want to move abroad, I can do that. If I want to move to South Dakota or Alaska, I could do that and still have my remote job. Where I'm at as a distributed workforce, I cannot do that. And that's what I need. I don't want the issues and the stress that I feel like I have to do. Because it was a blessing. I probably would have already quit my job if we wasn't working remote. That's the honest truth because that's my record. And it's so crazy because I want to get my house fixed. I want it to get it remodeled. I want it to um, add, uh, close up the front, the, the upstairs, so that way it could be a separate room and not a loft. I can't do any of that shit. Number one, because I'm a, a single person income, Okay. Uh, and I don't make enough money. If I made an extra 40000 like I had, a, like if I was a second person, if I was making close to maybe seventy to 80000 a year, I would be able to afford to, I would be able to have someone be able to give me equity. The equity that I built in the house for the, uh, I've been here now since 2012. It's 2023. So I've built up some equity into the home, okay, um, now that, and then I want to do the stuff, I want to fix up on the house, I want to get the siding fixed, I want to get my my roof looked at, um, not my roof, my chimney looked at, because I want to do, you know, I have to get it cleaned out, but that costs this, this, and that, and it's like, I want to be able to, to do all of that, but I can't, and then, so I'm looking at the point of because I feel like I'm just stressing and straining with my life. I want to be able to also enjoy it. And to me, enjoying it is not just fixing things and getting stuff repaired. Enjoying it is escaping as much as I possibly can. And dealing with the other shit out of that. I mean, this adulting shit is definitely for someone else. Period. And I know that, um, my God, I cannot see. Um, my eyes, oh my God, I'm gonna have to get glasses. Um, so Target got, and I think I could have sworn one of the stores, they claim it, oh, Some stuff that came in and they had complained to the store uh, person and they took the stuff down or whatever. But evidently you got some pride stuff that's out and it's in like the children's section or whatever. Because again, you have an LGBT community that has children. Hello, so maybe they want their children to wear these things. So if you're not the audience for that merchandise... Those products, because not every product or merchandise will be, I will be mm. targeted to. Just like not every show that comes on TV, I'm targeted to. Mm. God, this country. I mean, it's just the world too. Because okay, so and. So we have the Target situation. And you got so many people going after everybody, people going after uh, Whoopi Goldberg because she was like, why do you care? They're saying that she doesn't care about children. The fuck you mean she doesn't care about children because she doesn't care what Target has in their store? Your child is not gonna know what Target has in the store unless you point the shit out, period. I am so confused by people and these are the same people and it kills me when black people join in in this shit because these are the same people y'all love the bible so much and it's so much about christian i'm a christian half majority 98 percent of the people who claim christianity and claim to be god-fearing men and women are the greatest sinners of this lifetime And, and i had one dude who was literally getting mad at me because i threw shade at him and i was like we're I don't understand. If you're married, why are you trying to talk to me? Well, I'm a God-fearing man. Don't fucking God-fearing... If you're a God-fearing man, that means that you are fearful of God and you do not commit sin. You don't commit sin and say that you're a God-fearing man. That doesn't make any sense. But 98% of the people that's using religion, using the Bible as something to say, Oh, this is evil and that is evil. And again, remember, Christianity... I'm not going to say, you know what I'm saying? You got the um, the dictatorship, and I, I'll throw that out there. You have the dictatorship. This is in North Korea. A two-year-old child was sentenced to life with their parents because a Bible was found in their home or in their hand, whatever. And you're thinking, I mean, we're thinking, we need to be very thankful of whether, Fuck we are. And that you're not on some other some other ish. You know what I'm saying? And that these particular people won't take over. You have to be really thankful because you don't even know who's gonna take you don't even know where you're gonna end up tomorrow, okay? only I think people are so you know what I'm saying I feel like the USA is just a joke at this point, and we have so much the debt ceiling is so crazy but again when we say the debt ceiling is so crazy as far as what we owe to other people what they owe to us, it's just crazy because you don't know when they're gonna say I mean because at this point they're making so much money because they're still needing people from this country to make them money so but once we once America and it which is they're doing? They only did it with the TikTok, and they want some form of control with that. And I know I'm getting off subject, um, but once these, once America keeps saying and pulling back and saying you can't do this and you can't do that, we want to control this and we want to control that. When we owe these countries that we're telling them that so much money, what makes America think that these people just can't take control? And say, well, you know, you always this and that. Let me take this. As far as whatever race that we are, we have to be really, think really hard and be thankful as far as who we are and where we are in in the world right now. So you have these people coming because of the target situation. And it's and then they came after whooping over. And, and here's the thing. And like I said, as far as the people, especially black people, because those are the only people I've seen coming out and saying, oh, my God, you got pride this, you got pride that. And, of course, you can't even go over to Africa and say that you're gay because you'll be murdered. However, you got Asian people in your country. You got in Africa. Let's say this. You got in Africa. You got communities that are white only where you can't even bring your black ass there, your African ass there Mm -hmm. uh, without being hurt or murdered by these white people and then you got the Asian people over there literally exploiting your children abusing you they literally got a video of an Asian man attacking an African man and he's crying and they're saying they need help but yet y'all are saying that we're going to kill you. We banned you. You can't be gay. Make this shit make sense. Because it doesn't. At all. It's stupid. And then the same thing with the black people in America. We're crying for these white people to do this and do that. We ban with them on the gay issues. But these are the same people that threw, that did not want you to learn to read. Did not want you to have an education. They spit on your children. They beat y'all. They drugged you. They burnt, they burnt crosses in your, in your, on your homes, in your property. But they did not want you to have an education. The only thing they wanted you to read was parts of the Bible that they felt that you only deserved to read. Because they only wanted you to acknowledge what they interpreted from the Bible as to say that you were a slave. You were meant to be a slave. And the only reason why people, Africans, even know the Christianity is because of those, their oppressors teaching them Christianity. They would not know Christianity any other way. So who says that Christianity is your giving religion if it's still not was even in a part of you? initially it's not originated for you with you by you but we believe what someone else and again the oppressors we believe what they force down our throats and i'm not going to say it's it's not you know I, i i can't say if it's real or not everybody wants to believe in something but the way the shit is happening in this world, we, do we really believe that we have a God that wants to see children raped and molested by their own parents, murdered by their own parents? I mean, so we believe what happened in the past with the religion, but we don't believe that it's... it's It has any relation to what we're doing now. The only thing that these people are. The only thing that Christians do today. As far as what I see is use Christianity. Use religion as a means to make money. Joel Osteen. Most churches. They rebuild and rebuild and rebuild. And yes they get bigger because their congregation get bigger. And they want to experience different things. But the majority of it is. Building that wealth within their members, not within their communities, but within their members, their congregation. And it's always about money. I just, I have not felt that it has been anything else besides that. And that's why I just, I stopped going. And maybe that's the reason why I haven't pushed myself as far as being a success. Because I don't have that faith hell I do not know however the argument again as far as the target situation children do not know anything about pride until they are introduced to it And exposed to it. Target is not exposing your children to this. Because your children will not know. what. Even if you go into Target today. That doesn't mean that your child will see this. And even if they saw it. They're not going to know exactly what it is. Until you. As their parent. Walked up to whatever that product or merchandise was. And then exposed yourself to it. Question it. Started debating it. And getting all in a huff and puff. Now your child knows what it is. So who has technically exposed them to it? The parent. Period. There's no way that my child would go into a Target with me and first off care what I'm looking for or looking at. But if I don't go buy those things in Target or purchase them, how would my child ever know about any of it? That's what I'm questioning. It's like these people out there, y'all are doing the most damage. Like, really, like, get the fuck out of here. And you know, and let's be clear, okay? We literally have moms on social media twerking in front of their own children. They're using the same TikTok accounts with their children. The children are twerking, they twerking, they twerking in front of the camera, the children holding the camera for them so that they can twerk in front of the camera. Come on now. So, you know, I feel like, so now what? Now what? I mean, do y'all want to force, y'all, it's like this society wants to force women to have babies, but then force them to live in their ideology mindset. It goes both ways. If, they're, if it's their children that they've carried, they've spit out. That's them, not you. How is it hurting you and yours if you have nothing to do with it? If you exclude yourself from it completely, how, do, how would your children be exposed to it? It's like I'm confused at the contradictions. On one end, we're saying that we don't want somebody to expose us to this. We don't want them to bring their, force their ideologies on us, yet we're wanting to do the same thing to them. They're, they are a target audience. They buy merchandise and products, too, for the LGBT community. They also are parents of children that they might want to share in some of those designs and stuff. With their own children. And as far as the drag and everything else, I mean, if these people, the guy he was showing the video, of these parents with the children, the guardians, whoever was with the children, they're all out there watching the people in drag and twerking and having fun and showing skin. So who are we mad at? You're trying to ban the drag shows, but the parents are the ones that are exposing their children to it. And if they're exposing their children to it there, then they can expose their children to it in their own homes, wherever they're going to go. It's just, it's a contradiction as far as what people do and say. Now you're trying to force your ideologies on them on the LGBT community. You want them to only do this or only do that based on making sure that you are not affected. But you're not affected if you don't have shit to do with it. Turn the other way. It's not for you. If they're having an event, that's not for you. Don't bring your children to it. But basically, you're telling them that you want to ban it because they're bringing their children to it. So you're, you're literally telling, trying to force someone to parent and do what you want them to do in their households and how they handle their children the way you do because that's what you see as the... It's a, that's a contradiction. That's one of the biggest contradictions. That's a contradiction because that's the same argument that we've been having with our oppressors the exact same argument that is the whole argument of the african-american studies that is the whole argument of us questioning what is happening in this world and we call it wokeness which everybody is woke about something if you like i stated before if you are observant of anything that's you being woke however that's considered criminal because it goes against white supremacy ideologies Which is what we are led by in this country. Hell, it's not like a dictatorship in North Korea, but it's pretty much we're we're there. We have the craziest shit that's happening. You got women who are being threatened with prison time and criminal charges. If they're miscarrying their baby because of a medical issue because the laws aren't written effectively. This whole fucking country is fucked up and that's the reason why I am like totally stressed, I need a fucking break. And then we like on writer's strike. So you couldn't join any, if if we wanted to join any type of fellowships and sponsorships this year, And I think the ones that had already started, you couldn't do anything about, but the ones that were going to start during the writer's strike, you had to basically pull out or you would be considered banned from even being a part of the writer's guild, et cetera, et cetera. Uh Uh-uh. So here we are. It's just crazy. That whole target situation. Uh, Because I know I got off, but I mean, and I stated, let's be honest, um, no one's child will be exposed to anything unless that parent and or whomever they're with exposes them to it. Now, meanwhile, okay, meanwhile, children are still being raped, molested, physically abused in their homes, be it with their biological parents or their step parents or foster parents, and... And then there was, and I had just talked to my daughter about that, there was a child that was raped on a school bus by another fucking child. These people are out here worried about the wrong shit. Y'all out here worried about people buying products and exposing y'all children. Nobody in it, your children can't be exposed to it if they don't go over there. If they're children, then why? I have not seen children in Target by themselves. And I go in there a lot. I haven't even seen children in Walmart like that. By themselves, I'm, I'm just confused at at the shit that people are saying and thinking. It's crazy, man. And I'm just like done. It's just oh my god, I need a break. But it's every fucking way. How does one get a break? How does one get away when these mindsets and these people are every fucking way that you go? Everything that you want to escape from is everywhere. It's everywhere. So how do you escape? It's crazy. I mean, you can't even, like. And again, it's like, you know, I'm not depressed. I'm not sad. I just don't like where I'm at. And I just need to focus and find out how to get on the right path. How to get off this path and onto the path that I need to be on. I'll be 44 this year and I still... Like, where the fuck am I going? And then we have these idiots all over social media with the Target situation. But I've, I'm caught up with the Country Wayne skits, y'all. So... And I know I want to create content and have my followers. I, I gained a lot of more followers creating content. Um, I gained the... Um, I gained the uh, top 4% creators on Facebook. Because I've been posting and trying to keep up with that. But how can one really keep up with stuff? You know, you know, social media. I guess we can just, I have to focus. Post what I need to, to do and get off. Is that how it works? Maybe. But anyways, you know, as always. This is. Donetta, a.k.a. D.E. Williams. Is that what I say? I'm still trying to get over the sickness. Today is the third day of my antibiotics, but I'm done. And it's supposed to work for the next four to ten days. So, and again, of course, I'm here to rant, raise, talk-ish, true bubblegum and talk-ish. And I don't ever have nobody coming back at me. So, I don't want to hear you anyways, because I, I got a headache doing all this talking now. Now my ears hurt. But I'll catch you on the next one.